Hi, I'm Mary. And I'm Crystal. We are two homeschooling moms who hope to uplift, encourage, and inspire you all while keeping it real. Good morning, Crystal. How are you today? Hey, Mary. I'm doing uh, pretty good. How are you guys doing? It's a beautiful morning here in Texas, and I'm actually really excited to talk about today's topic. It's homeschooling in the elementary years. So, Crystal, let's get right into this. Would you like to share some tips and maybe knowledge that you wish you had when you began homeschooling your elementary age children? Sure. I think where I'd like to start off is actually a question that I think a lot of people have when starting homeschooling, and it's how long should my child or how many hours should my child be doing structured schoolwork in a day. I remember looking that up when I first started. I was Googling, how long should we be doing school? (laughs) So I know that's definitely a question. So it's going to vary from family to family and child to child, depending on how quick they move, because some children, as you know, might not move as quick as others, (laughs) and it might take a little (laughs) bit more motivation to get them to get their schoolwork done. But I wanted to talk about some good guidelines to follow when it comes to the actual time spent doing, you know, sit down structured learning. So when it comes to pre-K and kindergarten, they should only be spending about 30 minutes to an hour max a day doing sit down structured learning. And that can be, you know, mathematics, it can be English, it can be whatever you want to work with those younger ages. But yeah, no longer than 30 minutes to an hour should you be doing schoolwork with your pre-K and kindergartner. I know for my family, we have a kindergartner, and I lean more towards that 30-minute mark. I think these young children should really be spending more time doing playtime than actual sit-down structured learning. At this age, they're just really starting to develop some motor skills and, you know, anything that you're doing anyway within your home, they're learning. The kids are always going to be learning. They're watching you and they're learning. So they just, I feel like they need at this age just more opportunities to explore and to play and to do those things. Yeah, I agree. I think playing is so important in the younger years. Absolutely. So when you think about your first in second grade, their work should be anywhere from 45 to 90 minutes a day. Again, these kids are still kind of young and they still Mm -hmm. need time to explore and play. I truly feel at this age, most of their actual sit down time should really be focused on their English and mathematics and of course reading. Those subjects are the like the bread and butter (laughs) when it comes (laughs) to, you know, when you actually have that sit down structured learning and the rest of the things can be outside playing. Okay, so moving on to grades third through fifth, at these ages, there should be about 60 minutes to 120 minutes working on structured schooling. Now, obviously, third graders will lean towards the lesser amount of time, while your fifth graders are going to be closer to that two-hour block of learning as they prepare for middle school ages. With third graders, you can think of spending more on that like I said, that hour mark. And as they progress, you know, you could move them up an extra 30 minutes, maybe fourth grade. And then when you're in fifth grade, you hit that two hour block because you want to get them prepared for middle school learning. When you're in grade school, you're still doing several, you know, you could do several different subjects, history, science, art, math, English. You can do any variety of of classes. But when you start getting into that middle school age, you want to make sure that Your child has that foundation of how long it's going to take to actually get each course done in a day. So I think it's really important to build up to that and to 
get them prepared for that extra learning that's going to come to them when when they hit that middle school age. No, that's great. That's great. And it makes sense because when they're littler, they obviously, you you know, you want them to work less. And as they get older, you're going to give them more more responsibility, more schoolwork, you're preparing them for middle school and high school years where it will be more intense learning. Right. Yeah. Just remember that every family and student is different and that these are just like guidelines, right? You don't have to stick to a certain amount of time, but you should do what's best for your child when it comes to the amount of time they spend on structured learning each day. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think it is, like you said, unique to each family, the needs of the child. Maybe, you know, maybe even one day you only do 10 minutes and the next day you do 45 minutes. It depends, you know, what your child is able to handle for that day. Yeah, no, I totally agree, Crystal. That is great information. And I do remember Googling, how long should I be doing school when I was working with my son in kindergarten? Mm -hmm. So this is really good information. Well, I think as new homeschooling parents, I I think it's natural for us to want to bite off a lot more than we need to Mm -hmm. when we are first starting out. I know when I first began homeschooling my son, when I, I did kindergarten for half the year, I used a program that covered, it was every subject from language arts to history, math, and then everything in between, you name it. And this was really appealing to me at the time. But to be honest, looking back, it was a lot more than a kindergartner needed. And it was more than I needed to be working on with him at the time. What I wish I would have realized years ago was that it was more important to focus on just the basics during elementary years, specifically the three R's that I'm sure everyone's familiar with, which it's reading, writing, and arithmetic. So uh, for elementary years, I think that these subjects will be the foundation for everything else later in the school years as they progress. So if you focus on these three subjects while your children are in elementary school, um, it's really important. Let's talk about reading first. I can't stress enough the importance of reading during the elementary years. Uh, reading builds such a great foundation and it builds a child's vocabulary, assists with grammar, helps a child build their imagination, and also allows children to begin to understand what, what makes good writing. If your child is old enough and able, I recommend having your child read every day. And if your child is not old enough to read well yet, then I really recommend just reading out loud to them. And actually, I read out loud to my kids now, and my youngest children are in fourth and sixth grade. So, I mean, they're obviously old enough to read on their own, but I read to them still. And it's one of my very favorite things to do. And there's some pretty amazing things that happen when you're reading out loud with your children. And not only are you bonding as a family, but it can really lead to some wonderful discussions on topics you might not normally come across in your typical day. Yeah. I really like that, Mary. And I agree because, you know, I have high schoolers and sometimes we actually sit down and we can listen to audiobooks together and we actually really enjoy it. And so I totally agree. Like, it doesn't always have to be like everybody go to their own separate way and, you know, do your 30 minutes of reading or however long you do in a day. It can be together. I love that, how you can bond closer as a family and spend that time together and can discuss those things. I yeah. really do. I I totally agree with you. I think that's really a great thing to do. Yeah, and I think it's so important for these younger elementary school age children, especially as they're just starting out their homeschool journey to make this the priority and this the focus of their education at this point in time. And 
I think the second most important elementary school subject to focus on, in my opinion, is writing. So in the early years, I think copy work is great Mm -hmm. for kids, especially if you can give them some excellent material to copy down. They're naturally going to learn how to you know, punctuate and capitalize and also learn how to form sentences properly. And that's just by copying down whatever you gave them to write. They'll also learn how to spell. Obviously, they're not going to you know, become great spellers just doing that alone, but they'll, that'll definitely be an added benefit to their learning. And there's also a really great book called Handwriting Without Tears, and it's definitely worth looking into. So, so far, reading writing. And then lastly, math. Math is, I think, the last of the must-have subjects, again, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, Mm -hmm. for little kids. I recommend using a lot of manipulatives. You can use, for example, I'm sure, Crystal, you've you've done this. I know I have. (laughs) You can use M&Ms, beans, you know, (laughs) anything really. Yeah, anything you can use to help connect math with everyday life. I think this is really helpful, especially when your kids are just starting out and they may not understand yet how, okay, these numbers on this paper actually do relate to real life somehow, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think using manipulatives as much as you can when you have elementary age children is a great thing. Yeah. So yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think also too, like when you're thinking about it in everyday sense, we can go out to dinner somewhere or we can be playing a board game. My kindergartner is counting and doing math without even really thinking about it. It's like natural for them to start counting and just the simple everyday things that we're doing. So yeah, no, I totally think hands-on things they can touch, see, feel is a great way to do math. No, I I agree. And I think that's just one of the must-have subjects for elementary school Mm -hmm. kids. You know, I, with my fourth grader, I still use manipulative sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, and it's really helpful. You know, math has not been her favorite subject. So this has been helpful for us. Workbooks can also be really good when you're starting out, as long as you're using manipulatives too, to kind of reinforce what they're learning. I think that's really a great thing for the elementary age. And so those are basically the three R's, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic that I think that if you're new to homeschooling or not sure what you should be doing for your elementary age child, this will be a great start and really is probably the most important lessons that you can cover to give your child's education a really good foundation. No, that's great. I think that's so, I think you're right. I think those basic core subjects, right? You're reading, you're writing, you're math are really the building blocks. And those are so important. You want to make sure you have those strong foundation as they get introduced to other things. Because when you think about older kids, a lot of it goes right back to the basics um, set so that when they get older, it makes learning a little bit easier for them, I believe. Definitely. And I think that when you're first starting out homeschooling, it's so easy to get sucked into thinking you are not doing enough. You're not doing no history or sociology <laughs> or all Please. these different subjects. You do not need to teach your elementary school that need- stuff. <laughs> the sociology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just know. Yeah, just know. It, it don't feel like you're not doing enough. If you're covering these three basics, the rest will come. And you, you can always supplement with the fun subjects. Like, I, you know, I call them, you know, like art and Of course, my brain just went blank and I can't think of the others right now, but there are more fun ones. I think that if you just remember those three basics are really the most important, that way you won't burn yourself out because you don't want to make this experience an experience where your child dreads school. You don't want it to be so much for your elementary age student that they don't enjoy it because part of homeschooling is loving 
learning, right. the joy of learning itself. Well, and I feel like too, you know, it also brings more stress upon ourselves as parents, you know, as oh, mothers and teachers yeah. or fathers, whoever is teaching the child, you know, homeschooling them. I think it's just unnecessary to add that extra stress to our own plate. Now, when I started last year, you know, with all my kids, I was super overwhelmed because I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to get everything, you know, crammed into my kids' lives, you know, get all the lessons, all <laughs> yes. the things taught and, and making sure that they did enough to, you know, feel like they were learning. And it's really funny when we had our evaluation last year, the lady was uh, telling me, she was like, wow, you really did a lot with your kids. <laughs> and so it was kind of like a little <laughs> wake up call. Like I probably overdid it just because I was starting out and I didn't sure. know what I was doing. I did everything and anything that you know, any extra curricular. I mean, I did so many things. And so I probably added a lot of extra stress and burden to <laughs> homeschooling for the first year that <laughs> was unnecessary. So yeah, we all have a few extra gray hairs from our first, you know, <laughs> first year. <laughs> from trying it out, right? But I think that's just part of, yes. you know, part of the journey, part of learning what works best that's for right. you and your family. And for, I think for us, our biggest thing is we just want to come across and just say, you know what, don't stress so much about it because your kids are learning. Even when you are yes. playing outside, they're learning. So that yes, kind of actually exactly. like rolls into one thing that I really feel is probably the most important thing when it comes to elementary school learning, right? That is getting outside. Oh, I yes. Can, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot say that enough. It's so important to get outside as much as humanly possible because being out in nature, getting fresh air, getting vitamin D, energy out, just experiencing life to the fullest. I just, I feel like it's so important for all grade levels, but definitely, you know, your younger kids, oh, yeah. they just need to explore and count the ants that are walking by <laughs> to get to their little anthill. <laughs> they and... can use the ants as manipulatives. <laughs> know, right? I was like, yeah. there's so many things we can do outside that we can intertwine into learning. So it doesn't mean you have to sit inside and do two hours at the table, structured learning, Right. We want to find a yeah. cozy spot outside and read a book or go play in the dirt, go climb a tree. I just feel like getting out in nature is so important. I actually read a quote the other day and I don't remember who it was by, but it says, time in nature is not a luxury. It is a necessity. And we must give our children time to explore, discover, and to get to know the world which brings endless delights and lessons that never cease. Oh, I love that. And it's so true. Yeah, I just love that. And I think it's so important to get outside and connect with nature. And I'm sure, Mary, you agree. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> I know that you guys as a family, you guys are very adventurous and you guys get outside a lot and try to do that and connect together as a family. I know you guys do lots of fun little uh, day trips and I know you go to a farm, which wow. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, we do have actually a lot of fun at the farm and you are right. I think going outside and you know being out in nature as much as possible is really good for the soul and good for attitudes. It's Absolutely. good for so many things, you know, besides learning. So having a rough day, let's go outside. It's what we do. And I know that you all do that too. I mean, you live out there and you have a ton of nature right outside your door more than we do here <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> so Virginia's a little, there's a little more to do out there in nature. So yeah, well, we're just really, um, yeah, we just love it. We, I know like for our family, when we spend several hours outside, 
it just helps us boost our moods, help us feel better. And no, I totally agree. And actually, after we're done with this podcast, I think I'm going to go renew my children's <laughs> souls. I hear a little bit of bickering in the other room. I'm going to go out there and get them connected. Get them outside. In nature, right? Plus, it distracts them. It keeps them busy. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, no, and I I love what you said about nature, but also I think. The biggest thing we'd like to get across, the biggest tip we would like to share from our personal experience to those who are listening is that you don't need to do a ton of things with your little kids. You don't need to overburden yourself or your children in the elementary years. You just need to focus on the very basics and try to have as much fun as possible because they're learning and they're going to continue to learn and to build upon the foundation that you're you're setting for them. So just take a breath, you know, breathe easy and know that, you know, you were doing the right thing by just focusing on yes, the very and basics. Just enjoy them. They're only little, you know, once. They're only this age once. So Yes. Yeah. Just enjoy being with them. Yes. It it goes by so fast. (laughs) Yes, it does. It does. So we hope you guys have enjoyed our podcast today. We hope you guys have a great week and we will talk to you next time. All right. Have a good week.